0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast you know and love. It's back. We're back here unemployed. This is the weirdest intro I've ever done. It's your girl Anna Roisman. I'm here with my girl Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Hi. Hi. Are I'm, you unemployed today? You know, yeah. I'm gonna go uh, uh, today. Yes. Tonight, no. I have I have some stuff tonight. But today, I was okay. And you know what, Our, what we do, I, I was saying this to my friend who we should totally have on the pod. She's wonderful. My friend Dariani And I was talking to her on Instagram and I was just like, I told her it was really great. She did this, like, you know, she posted this segment she did for this show. And I was like, it's so awesome. She's like, thank you so much for your support. I'm like, girl, what we do is really hard. I've been on my couch for fucking hours. Like <laughs> I, I had a call back this morning, which sounds like a brag, but you know, when you, these zoom callbacks, they're hard. They're not, and they're not hard because it's like the, the material is hard. It's hard because you, you can't read people over a screen very well.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't make the same connection with people. You don't really know. You
0: really can. not And you know, and then they're like, Oh, and, and place this person on this side and this person on this side and you do what they say. And then they're like, okay, we didn't see your eyes enough. And I'm like, I can't even tell that you can't see my eyes enough. Cause we're not in a room together. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. And, uh, I felt like I bombed. I just had one of those, you know, I was like this director, I don't think he likes me. Cause you know, when they're like, there were two parts of it and you know, he gave me direction. I did what I think he said. I, you know, I usually take direction pretty well. I like Mm -hmm. getting directed. And, um, some actors I know are like, take it like they can't take direction, you know, like tell me, I, I, you are, I am your chameleon right now. And like, there, so there were two parts, and, like, I did the what he said for the first part, and he was, like, moving on to the second part. Like, no, like, good job, or, like, okay, cool, or, you know, Aww. anything that, like, gives you, like, satisfaction. Like, okay, did I do what you asked for? He's, like, moving on to the second. I'm, like, okay. Um, and, you know, it's not a gig that will make or break my life, but it's, like, it would be nice, and I was just – I felt so, like, defeated after, and not because of – the material was very, it's like commercial stuff is very like, you know, short and quick and like how you mm-hmm. deliver it very fast or whatever. And so I was just, I don't know. I got a pedicure and I was like, all right, you can like relax. You're getting a pedicure. And then I came home and I just didn't do shit. That's where I'm at.
1: Sometimes you just have to give your brain a little TLC after an experience like that. I hate it when directors don't are outwardly like not disapproving of things or like I don't know I like it when directors kind of like even if the take was like not what they were looking for they give like a like that was great like let's try it again because yeah it's just like good for everyone's
0: yeah. And I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need you to stroke my back. You know, this is a cutthroat biz. If I didn't get it, I didn't get it. You know, if I wasn't the person you wanted, I, I did what I thought they wanted. But I, I just left with this feeling of like, ugh, I bombed. And I tried so hard. I was like, I did my hair. I got ready. I was, you know, I had watched my first tape yesterday a couple times just to make sure I knew I was going to do the
1: same thing. I don't know. Mm hmm. Well, it sounds like you really prepared, so... I did for
0: this fucking six-second, you know, thing. Like, yeah, I did. I did.
1: Oh, well, on to the next. So you did the best that you could, and if that director is going to be moody, maybe he's having a bad day or she's having a bad day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he... Of course, no. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, and it's so it's so silly because I go in for a lot of shit that I, I'm really good at forgetting afterwards. Do you know what I mean? But when it's a callback, mm-hmm. the stakes are high. You're already reserving those dates. You already kind of know the pay. You already are like, all right, if I get this, I'd have to go here for two days. And I don't know. And so your your brain is like, just get it. Just get this one. It would be nice. It would be nice for your rent next month. You know, it would be a good, mm-hmm. solid yeah
1: gift that reminds me of interviews where you have to meet with like multiple people Mm -hmm. yeah you never
0: get it off the first
1: off the first try (laughs) i hate those where they sit you down with like the head of every department yeah
0: i I couldn't imagine doing that on zoom too i mean like i've had oh my god i've had to do a couple of those like a meeting on zoom but it, it is really different than being in the room and i don't know that we'll ever be in the room for a first interview a first meeting ever again you know a first audition. I
1: wonder, I wonder
0: it's, it's tough. Like it's tough to picture it after this entire year. And if you're a listener, if you're a listener and you've got, you've gone on many zoom interviews, yo, let us know how this experience was because it's hard to audition on zoom. I imagine it's hard to be like, even like as a graduate student, like trying to get a job after graduating, you have to meet with a bunch of different places.
1: Like Mm -hmm. it's fucking hard for all of us. Mm Before I got my current gig, I went on a, an interview like over Zoom. Yeah. Where I had to meet with like four people from the company or something. That's a lot. And I thought it went really, really well. And then they like never <laughs> contacted me. After afterwards. four? <laughs> That's just rude. You know,
0: yeah. after four, they should at least give you some kind of like. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, someone else had five interviews and you know what? We're going with them. I don't know.
1: I would really appreciate that. Yeah.
0: It's nice. (laughs) It's like, you know, dating someone too. I think a lot of people have had to date over, you know, the screen over zoom or whatever it is in FaceTime and quarantine. And it's like, and then you're going to go someone, you spend all that intimate time on a screen with someone, and then you're just going to like not, ever contact them again like at least say You're like i'm not me? i'm not interested yeah i always appreciate being yeah. let down you know we chose we chose this business like we can handle some rejection
1: come on i can handle it it's <laughs> fine <laughs> Don't just leave me hanging, wondering what happened, though. Come on. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for our guest today. She's a really
0: good friend of mine, so this is going to be fun just to, like, fucking shoot the shit for the next hour. She's a very funny stand-up comedian. You've seen her all around New York City, I'm sure. Maybe you listen to All Dick is Trash, her podcast. Or you can watch her on Late Night with Judge Millie, which is a show on Twitch, 10 p.m., the last Wednesdays of the month. We've got Millie Tamarez on the pod. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. Anna, I'm so happy to finally do this. I'm so this. happy
0: you're here. This is a dream. I, honestly, after my whole day, I was like, oh, thank God I have like my friend to chat with on the pod tonight.
2: Like, I'm just. And then, and Millie, because you're your friend Ellen. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Both of you, I'm happy. I think I, I'm glad I have my friend Bobby Flay to chat with. Oh, over. yeah. Bobby <laughs> Flay.
0: You know, he's really good at, at, uh, at making me not do work. You know what I mean? You, you see uh, a dog there, you just want to lay down on the couch with him, you know?
2: Yes, of course. How are you?
0: You look great.
2: You look very perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I had an interview today. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> is this an interview? We're not going to say what it is. Is this another interview for what you were telling me about?
2: Yes. it oh, is. Oh shit!
0: That's a lot of rounds. Yes,
2: it's a lot of it's a lot of rounds. So just like, give me the job. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Did it go well? Fingers crossed. I, you know, I think that I think it went well. You know, it's always like those. It's like it's like those tests that you're like I ace yeah. it, and then like you get an effort. No, I think it. Went, I think it went well. I love that yeah. it. I'm you're just- coming off an interview mm-hmm.
0: onto the unemployed podcast. You know, really just the, <laughs> the highs know. and lows of our lives.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, and you know I just put it out into the universe, and you know, I meditated today, and I was just like. If it's meant to be, if it's going to be the thing that pulls over my career, like, let's do this. Yes, let's make it happen. If it's not, then it's just not for me. I need that. I need that
0: inspiration. Thank you for sharing
2: that. I need that kind of, of I got my,
0: I got a pedicure and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to sit on the couch for a couple hours now.
2: Listen, (laughs) uh, we love a good pedicure.
0: (laughs) I love a pedicure. Yeah, and a manicure. Wait, let me see your nails. Oh, good. Oh,
2: yes. What are those like? Is that like mint? One's purple, one's mint. Yeah, it's like a lavender. Oh, with little flowers. Those are pretty so cute. can I see? You have
0: purple too.
2: I have lavender, so cute. and then these are like little butterflies with little. Diamond, I love them. Like, I tried stones. on a
0: dress the other day that was the lavender dress with like butterflies like popping off of it. It was pretty.
2: Oh, was nice! Cute. I love a good little. I love a lavender dress. I just got some like two for the season, and oh, oh. I'm excited. Yeah, for spring. And I need to outside. stop. I need to stop
0: shopping. That's where I'm at right now. I
2: online also shopping is therapy. Oh yeah. There's this one. There's this one company that I, I get all these Instagram ads. There's this one company <laughs> called Olive. This is not a ad, so please. But I saw it and it was insane. But I'm like, huh. But basically, it's like, are you tired of getting online shopping boxes? You. Basically, send <laughs> you you online shop. It goes to them. They put it into like a reusable tote and they drop it off. And then like it's like they're a, they're like a middleman between online shopping. And then if you want to return it, you just put it back into the tote and they pick it up. Wow. And they return it for you, so you don't have any of those boxes in your okay, house. this
0: feels like the escalade of like shopping. Yeah. Like this, this is like the fucking VIP.
2: Trip. I know, I'm wondering, yeah. But then the girl, like, the girl that was, like, doing the ad for it, she didn't seem like a rich person. She just seemed like a regular 30-year-old something in a city. You know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe it's not yeah. super expensive.
0: Yeah, I almost had a job like that. Did I ever tell you this when I almost got hired oh, yeah, you a company? Did. Where it was, like, shopping for moms below 14th Street, Um, But it was like they text you like the shit they need and they were like and you have to wear this like black and white uniform like to look like a maid because they were like one day a girl showed up and she was like in a cute outfit and the person complained and said I don't want your employees to look like they could be like my friend.
2: Yeah, like, you don't, um, I don't want your employees was, to
0: look like human right, beings. Right, she was trendy. I, I'm sitting there being like, so you want me to wear just this white button down and these black slacks and show up with fucking paper towels to some rich bitch's apartment in Tribeca? I can't do this job. I can't.
2: No, what the fuck? And like maybe like whatever you do it, but it, then you have like an audition or a date or something. Like, yeah, but like fuck you, dude. It was fuck I couldn't. You. Yeah. I, I wasn't into it. People are crazy. People are literally insane.
0: Um, how has your employment status? I feel like you've had good jobs throughout the pandemic, right? You've um I would say wood. You've done I st-
2: okay. You know what? I am a trendsetter. I was unemployed before it was cool. Me too. I was on unemployment before the pandemic. We were too. Yes, we were laid off on
0: Valentine's Day. It was like, you know, a sweet
2: two weeks, three weeks before. It was a little crazy because I had lost my job. I was doing like a full, I was like a full-time marketing, whatever the fuck. (laughs) And then I lost it, who cares, uh, August, 2019. Mm -hmm. And then I was on unemployment and then it's six months, right? Or, right, technically September. I started unemployment in September and then it's six months. So, uh, really, I was just like, okay, well, you know, I have like six months to figure it Mm -hmm. out. And, like, I was so stressed by that job. That job was so traumatic, fucking terrible, that I was like, I'm going to really take it Mm -hmm. easy, you know, and then uh, I went to Europe. <laughs> I, <remember. laughs> I was in Europe. Right before I was so the pand- jealous. Like, like, during the pandemic. Pandemic, And then I was like, okay, and then like, whatever, April, April, May, like, April, March, I'm going to start getting serious and look for another job because that's when my unemployment runs yeah. out. And coronavirus was like, no, no, no. <laughs> surprise. So, surprise. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you ain't working, bit so... Um, I remember you were in Europe right at the beginning.
0: Right. You were like one of those friends. I'm like, I
2: hope they make it
0: back to the country.
2: (laughs) I almost didn't. I almost didn't. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, that's, you know, kind of like, you know, I mean, not in, you know, it's crazy with Corona, but like pre-pandemic, like being unemployed, it's just like, it's depressing and stuff. Like the good things is it is like, okay, I have like a little bit of a cushion, and some time, like, I can, like, take some gigs and and um, travel and not be, like, beholden to some fucking nine to five or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's the way to do and it, some, I think.
1: It so, well.
2: yeah. But then it was, then I was, like, you know, then I got, like, a side gig to, like, supplement an appointment on top of, like, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. like, doing social media marketing and that was okay and getting gigs here and there and then in January I got a writing job at Celebrity Dating Game so exciting and
0: yeah a tv
2: writing job in a pandemic who thought, who would think i know Well, i got get the gig. yeah that's another thing i got a manager nice. during the pandemic too which i feel like i was fucking struggling so much to get a manager to get all these things and then for them to happen during a pandemic it was it's pretty like I'm really appreciative that it, like, it feels like everything's kind of coming together, you know, and I'm really fortunate to have, like, busted my ass for all these years and it's just finally coming into fruition. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm happy for you. I had, like, a few managers, like, offer to, like, rep me during the pandemic. And I was like, Wow when it rains baby
0: yeah when it rains though you know and it's nice to have that option to like you know you choose now now you're not waiting for someone to be like let me help you now you're like all right who do I want to work for me it's nice Mm,
2: yeah
0: cool um you know what this is a very special episode I was telling Ellen about this that you were the first guest ever on the unemployed show
2: (laughs) yes yes I remember (laughs) that you know
0: which was now 20 17, uh, Oh, 20 geez. years ago, is that 20 <laughs> that years ago, is say? 2017. Yeah, we were doing this before long before everyone was doing stuff online. And you and Andy Bastios came on. And we prank called your ex, right? <laughs>
2: um, he wasn't necessarily my ex. He was a guy that I
0: Was no longer
2: involved with? (laughs) No, no, no. Like, I think we went on a date or two, and then he kind of, like, flaked on me. Or I, I, I had got ready for, like, our second or third date. And then he's just like, hey, I can't, like, I'm, I'm, he flaked on me and I was just and then kind of ghosted me a little mm-hmm. so it was just like oh fuck this guy so we pranked him and that was awesome
0: yeah we took care of him for her you know we we, we like to do that uh. Yes, <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, we, yeah we pretended that <laughs> Andy Bustias pretended to be a Grubhub guy Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm outside with your food I'm outside with your food Oh
0: yeah that was so fun I just remember not knowing what the hell I was doing I knew I wanted to do a show online I, I I was unemployed. I was like, who's around in the day? And everyone I knew was of,
2: around. In yeah, the day. everybody. Everybody or like people would get fired and be like, Well, I can do the unemployed show now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You came back. We did a couple you came on a couple times. Yeah, I
2: definitely like didn't for you know when I was employed for a year, and then when I was... Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it goes. So it goes. So it goes. Um, all right. So I want to take it back. I love to take it back to, like, you know, teenage Millie, first jobs. Like, what, what did you do when you were, you know, young and wanted to enter the workforce? <laughs> yes. Well,
2: my family business is hair salons okay so i i always worked in a hair salon you always
0: had like, dope hair since i met you too you always had highlights. she was had like highlights or it was like you know chemically straightened or like a certain cut like you always had yeah. like a, a hairstyle
2: thank you yeah so my my parents sold multiple salons so i would be like front desk girl shampoo girl they would have me do colors like like probably not legally i wouldn't <laughs> do any like chemical like but like there are some colors that are like a rinse, you know, like a okay. rinse or something. Like uh, you're not semi- doing like balayage, like on someone, and no, you're like. No, but I was doing like there are some like covering grays or something like that. I was doing. I was shampooing. Got so good at shampooing. I you know untangling hair, cleaning. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. My parents did not pay me enough, and like. It fucking sucks. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're,
0: you're outing them on this podcast. You know, I'm sure yeah, they're going to listen. Yeah, my fucking parents. <laughs> Be like, listen, um, just because I was your kid doesn't mean you can pay me less.
2: Dude, they fucking sucked. Like, <laughs> I mean, I loved my parents. I love my parents, but like, damn, dog. Um, and then. Uh, Did
0: your siblings also work
2: in the salon? Everybody worked. Everybody worked there, uh, like, at one point or another, except I had one sister that went to the military after college. Mm. I mean, after high school. I don't know if she ever, I don't remember seeing her work, but like I'm one of six. Mm -hmm. So for five of them to (laughs) five out of six is a pretty good, uh, even like my brother, who's like a gym rat and like this buff guy, you know, he would work (laughs) in the salon, like all the time, like counting out, like closing out at the end of the day. Yeah. It was crazy. Did you ever fuck up someone's hair? Probably. Well, I, I remember I, there was a minute where I wanted to do, I wanted to be a hairstylist. So my mom let me, like my mom let me like fuck around with stuff. So I fucked around with my friend's hair and I, I, cause my mom was really into hair and like, she would go to hair shows, like, like beauty expos and hair shows where you sure. talk about trends and I would go too and it was so cool. Just like fashion cool. shows and then you're seeing like crazy cut techniques. So I tried this crazy cut technique on a friend. <laughs> And, yeah, I think I fucked up her hair pretty
0: bad. <laughs> this is before we learned everything on YouTube, where you were like, I saw this man do it at a show. I can do it." Yeah, this. I know, yeah.
2: But, um, yeah, probably, yeah, at some point I fucked something up. Nice. Are you good at hair? Like,
0: could you do hair now?
2: Um, I think I'm too lazy. Like, I'm just, like, it's kind of like cleaning, like, I know I, I know how to do a good job I know what a good job is I know how to do it but like I just don't have the energy to do it I just much it's just gonna come out better if somebody else does it yeah because I have friends who will sit there and like you know blow out especially because I have such curly hair though like you know to sit there and blow it out flat iron it this and that or give them their own haircuts or die like yes sure but like no I will always <laughs> pay somebody else to I do will too hair. do and concluding yeah. I'm uh, just Did you say and to clean? And to clean well, no, like I'll clean, like, but to do deep cleaning, like I'm just I just got to a point where I'm like, yes, I know how to like obviously bleach and clean a shower and clean the micro I'm but I'm that's, that's not how I want to spend my time.
0: I'm with that's you. That's just not what I'm gonna do. I'm well, with you. That's yeah. why I uh stayed with Jared through the pandemic. He loves to clean. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what you need yeah. to look for. You were saying, what were you looking for? Oh, editing. Oh well, yeah, you said men I said, with like, editing skills. I'm like, also ask if they know how to clean a fucking apartment.
2: <laughs> well, that's true too. Yeah, no, that's a, you know what I mean. It is just, it's hard because like you don't want to think through capitalist lens for everything, you know, because <laughs> capitalism is really like fucked up how we view everything. Sure. But really, it, like really, like dating is like job interviews, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, just peeping behavior and seeing, you know what I mean? And like,
0: well, you're also, yeah. you're not 21 and you're just trying to like sleep around. Like
2: you're a mature yeah, no, woman. You're so like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, if my manager's hearing this, I am 21. So
0: I was going to say you're mature. You've dated around, you know what you want in a person. It's very easy for you to be like, okay, this person doesn't have it. Like,
2: yeah. Or to see, yeah, to see behavior, you no, know, see behavior, and I'm just like, oh, I already know how this is gonna play. I mean, that's the great thing about aging. To 22, <laughs> yes, is that
0: I'm 24, like, so I, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm well, way older. Way older,
2: yeah. Um, is that like, you can see how shit's gonna play out, and and you know, I'm just, I'm already like, oh no, 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 like, you know, where you're at my house, I'm getting you snap, like. I can't do this (laughs) forever. Like, I hate this now. All all dick is trash. They say all dick is trash. They, as in me. Yep. (laughs) All
0: right. So what came after the hair salon? So how'd you you get out of the family biz? Were you like... (laughs) I moved across country.
2: (laughs) There you go. I I literally went to college in California (laughs) because I did not want to fucking do here any longer
0: <laughs> did you Jesus know Christ. when you went to college that you wanted to be a performer did you have the bug no then?
2: no I didn't know I how uh, <sighs> was it I fucking wanted to be a lawyer I was an idiot like I didn't I, that didn't really even happen until like junior year I don't know I was just like my college was really like lame like um, like it was this thing where it was like I felt like I had to do something prestigious and like, you know, for really you, was, for your family, like for your, or just my family. I'll give it to them. They don't. They don't really care. Okay. So, they 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 weren't get, pressuring you to
0: like go be a lawyer. Like
2: no, definitely they they have to be engaged in my life to, to make me feel And they're just not like, that's just the reality of it. Like (laughs) if I said I wanted to do hair and like take my family business, they would have been just as happy, which I, you know, I appreciate that. Um, I think they just wanted me to like be self-sufficient. I think that was more important to them or that was more important to me, you know, like be self-sufficient and like not reliant, you know what I mean? More than like, a career path but then yeah for me so I was I worked at the bookstore on campus mm. and that was fun because the manager she's really cool like she's like this, you know she's like in her 40s and like she's just really awesome and she's like cool and chill and like she would pick like kids that she thinks is co- that are cool that she would actually hang out so we would just talk shit all day like
0: so it was like a good group of people you worked with <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, usually I'm, like, alone or, like, I would have a friend and they would, like, eat lunch with me in the bookstore. We'd hang out. Like, really? Because our campus had 500 people. <gasps> Is so, that small? My uh, campus was super small. Wow. Yeah, so, like, it's – so, bookstore – yeah, and, you know, it, w- it would be, like – we would literally sell, like, textbooks. Yeah. And, like, merch. Like, it's not like people would go – you know, it's not like the – you know. So – we would really only be packed, like, the beginning of the semester, mm-hmm. and then when we would have tours, like, because our school, yeah, we would have a tours. That was how tourist- our
0: bookstore was. It was, like, they sold the sweatshirts and books, and there was a Starbucks there. That was the the plus.
2: The, the uh, We were lucky that the Starbucks kind of cafeteria, w- or cafe, was um, a different room. Oh, nice. <laughs> it, yeah, like, uh, it was a lot, so we didn't have to deal with that, but, um... <laughs> But yeah, like, so it's usually dead t- downtime and until there's a fucking tour, and then it's like chaos. Because we would get like, yeah, we would get like a lot of, our school is like a sister school to a, a bunch of schools in Japan, so we would get a lot of people from Japan. Mm. Um,
0: this is how, because you've been to Japan, you studied in yeah, Japan, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. was this why you chose going to this school, because of the... Japan.
2: Yeah, and like they, well, like, I think it was like, it was far and I wanted to get away from my, from Florida. (laughs) And then um, it was mandatory study abroad. So you had to take a second language. So the languages were Spanish, Chinese, and Japanese when I went there. Now they have French Mm -hmm. and maybe something else, I forget. Um, and then you have to study abroad in that... La- like, they didn't want anyone to go study abroad in England. Like, they wanted mm-hmm. people to go study abroad in a country where they don't know the language. I know? love that. My yes. study abroad
0: was either... Uh, it was only LA. And I was like, that, that's not abroad. That's a study abroad <laughs> it's not abroad at all.
2: I mean, that's a semester, like... Transfer or whatever. I mean... They called it study abroad in Los Angeles. I was like, okay. I mean, sometimes the way that people are there, it does feel like another... (laughs) But, no. Yeah, so I was... Yeah, when I was in college... I mean, when I was in... um, I did a Mm bookstore, and that was crazy. And then when did you go to Japan? And then I went to Japan my junior year, my second semester junior year. And... That was crazy too. That was, I'm like, did I work there? I I think technically I was like an English tutor or whatever. Yeah. But, but, but
0: it wasn't. Re- you were- but
2: yeah, like it was hard because we had to take a pledge that we wouldn't speak English at school. What? Yeah, like, m- like really prestigious, intense study abroad programs. Like they have like, you can't speak English for.
0: Even though you were with a- other English students.
2: So, yeah, depending on how strict the program is, um, sometimes it's, like, it extends to, like, dorms. Like, they really want you to pick... Because you're forced to fucking pick up the language. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, definitely in class, like, we weren't allowed to speak English. That's hard. Yeah, and... um, and then, but then, yeah, there are some places where, like, if they catch you speaking English in the dorms, um, you have, like, two strikes and then, you know, <laughs> third strike, you get kicked out of the program. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, and, that's mean, hardcore th- shit. It's hardcore shit. But, like, I mean, obviously, you finish the program, your you're Chinese or your Japanese or your Spanish is perfect. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, I think studying abroad really, like, I mean, it changed my life in that, like. My parents are immigrants and, you know, and I grew up in Miami. So it's not like I ever had an anti-immigrant like perspective at all. Mm -hmm. But being in Japan, like where like I didn't speak the language and it it just tires your brain so much because first you think about things like in first I thought about them in English. Then you think about them in Spanish because that's what I grew up speaking, and then I have to say them in Japanese. So for me to like get a glass of, and I was with a host family too. Mm. I wasn't in dorms, so like I was because that also is makes you better because you're not taking a break. Yeah. So then, by the you know to get a glass of water, to go to the store and buy something, to this like everything is just works your brain so much. That like I would go to sleep my first two months and study abroad I was sleeping every day at seven p.m. because oh I was just so fucking tired. <laughs> You're fried
0: by the end of like I'm all fried. the translation in your head. That's so hard. I can't
2: imagine. So, but but there are people in this country that do that all the time. Yeah. And then people are like, "You're in America. Speak English." Or what the fuck? You know what I mean? And it's just because they have no idea. <laughs> to- and then you. Know, and then I get it too because I'm like, I'm so tired of having to like speak English in class. I'm in the cafeteria. I'm fu- you know what I mean like yeah. the, the first chance I get to like he- hang out hang out with other Americans or other people like and then it's also like I'm in Japan like they didn't understand they could I was in a place where it was like the Portland of Japan. So Portland's like a city, but it's not like a big international city. Like, right. So a lot of these people have never seen a black person in their life. Oh my ever. god. Oh so my like, god. They're like mouth is a gape looking. At me. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, leave me alone. Oh, Billy. Really? I,
0: I know. And then um But you loved it. it was a good experience, though, overall.
2: Sure. I mean, I think visiting Let's go for two weeks. Whatever. Great.
0: But I'll go with you. T- I've
2: never been. I would love oh, to it's go. it's so fun. And I'm very much like, I like to be pampered leisure, so I love hot springs. Okay. I love hot springs. I love hot springs. Those are my favorite mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Like being naked in the mountains with a natural jacuzzi. Snow covered I've never mountains. been in a hot spring. Oh, it's the best. I really recommend that. Like, okay. That's my favorite. But yeah, like... The every day of people staring at you, all that stuff. And then, yeah, I'm just like, I just want to be around people. And then when they found out I spoke Spanish, <laughs> that was just like, it them out. They could not wrap their heads up. Not everybody, of course, but like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, people who don't have, like, a lot of international exposure. And then, like, there's like two... American or like in like international clubs where like all the non-Japanese people would hang out and they would play music and people would actually dance. Yeah, and like it was so small that like you just knew everybody in the fucking city. (laughs) So I was like hanging out with this one girl and was dancing with this Japanese girl and she's like, "Do you know Amber?" And like Amber, it's like Amber's this black girl and I'm just like, "Why would I know Amber?" Like not all black people, but I actually did know her and we were friends. (laughs) friends. (laughs) Yeah, so Japan was. Fun, Do you, uh, are you really person. good at
0: Japanese?
2: I was when I fucking left. Yeah. Now, um, but you've been back can, a couple of times, haven't you? I've been back for for work actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a series of connections. So once I'm in the environment, like once I,
0: you pick I, it back up, I can't
2: up. read that much anymore. I could read like probably like a little kid. I think when I left, I could probably like read and write and speak. At, like, a a nine-year-old level. Right.
0: But you could, like, if, you know, if we go on a trip and, like, you you need to get in a car, you could, like, tell the cab driver, like, where we're going.
2: But, like, yeah, that was also a thing. So, yeah. (laughs) You know nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, but, yeah, like, I would go to Japan for business. It's so crazy because... For me too. I was like, I'm gonna go and study abroad. I'm gonna just have fun. I just want to get drunk. I don't care, you know. Uh, cause I, <laughs> I was think that's 20. mostly
1: people's. That's the
2: point. of attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, J- J- Japanese is like difficult to ke- like to keep it up. It's a fucking like that's why people who like speak Japanese fluently. Those are people who like marry a Japanese person or are constantly (laughs) doing it or constant, And I'm just like, I'm never going to fucking use this after college. Who cares? (laughs) And then I have, I've worked in like four different Japanese companies or you've gone Japanese in my resume and they're like, Oh, great. And then, so I've had to go like, I've gone to Japan four times after I graduated for business. Wow. And that's crazy. That's cool. I don't have like business level Japanese. I can say like, this is, I'm hungry. I want to eat this. Uh, my favorite color is blue. Very I good can't for business. say business. Like, yeah, not, yeah, not like, man, I work for like chemicals. And also, police. give me all your money. I'm here yeah. for business. But yeah, like, not like, oh, the Q3 sales report <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. But like, I can't say, I could barely say that in English. So I uh, love
0: this. So you graduate, what was your major? Was it Japanese? Liberal arts. Okay. Liberal arts <laughs> I was like, were you concentration? a concentration?
2: Lang- Concentration and social behavioral science, and then I think I did the equivalent to a minor in Japanese, but I don't. I'm not really even sure. I went to a liberal arts c- to college technically. So okay. So, so then,
0: post yeah. college, what's Millie's first job as a as a post woman college, in the
2: world? Yeah. Post college, I had I tried I went to Florida. Could not get a job at all. It was a fucking recession in Florida. Mm. It was terrible. I hated living at home. I hated everything. So um, my friend moved to new jersey she moved to patterson new jersey and she's like oh um you should move to patterson it's like right next to new york it's chill here blah 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 so i was like right next to new york that's like she said it was right next to fucking new york (laughs) city it's not it's 30 minutes if you have a car an hour and some change on a bus i was gonna say yeah that's like a
0: stop on the fucking jersey transit train probably like it's you, you got to get there. It's not like you can walk a bridge, you know, or like hop, no, on, hop
2: on a ferry. We're right next door. <laughs> you. No, she tricked me. So I did. So I signed up and I did AmeriCorps, mm. um, which is like Peace Corps, but in America. So they say union poverty. And I was and I applied for the Patterson program because I was like, oh, like I could do this thing. They'll, you know, they'll accept me. Yeah. And maybe I want to go into teaching. I don't know. Oh, because I, I had applied to law school and i got waitlisted but i just didn't get my lsat scores were bad and then all this stuff so i was like you know what let me like re like do this year of service and get like a stronger grad school or like law school application and right. apply or maybe i want to go into teaching or work on like who knows okay and it was fucking crazy
0: <laughs> so you got into the patterson one
2: i got into the patterson thing i lived I was I was in extreme poverty, like because it was like twelve thousand dollars a year they pay you were thirteen thousand dollars a year, yeah. Oh my god! And they're like, yeah, if you're gonna do this, you're gonna be on food stamps, like, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't care. And then like I had student, and they said they were gonna they they the big thing was like they say they forgive student loans mm-hmm. or like they'll pay off your student loans, but it's but the trick was that they only pay public loan they they defer your loans for a year and then after you get five thousand dollars to pay for your public loans not private loans Ah. and the private loans are the worst fucking ones yeah they're the ones that are like sounds like a higher interest yeah yeah scam like it's not very clear (laughs) it's not very clear yeah so like i did that and that was crazy so i basically i worked in a preschool like, doing their after-school programming and, like, worked in a preschool, and then I also worked at a non-profit, like, doing larger community campaigns, and, like... You were fucking, busy. Yeah, it was... It, yeah, like, it was terrible.
0: What like, was your friend doing in Patterson, New Jersey?
2: My friend was... She was a waitress. Hmm. She just, like, she, was, like, Patterson? She was a waitress. <laughs> well, there was, like, a lot of, like, I guess, Dominican people there, too. Oh, okay. Like also Dominican, <laughs> okay. and then, like... She knew, like, she had, like, extended family there or something. She So then I... It sounded like she
0: was also in Florida, and she's like, let's go to Patterson. Like, let's do it. No, she was in Patterson
2: (laughs) first, and she's like, I'm having an easier time here. Like, there are more jobs in New Jersey. And in Patterson, you don't need a car. You can, like, get on the bus or things are walkable. Yeah. You could have an easier time here than Florida, where you're not with your... So... I, I could see that. You yeah. Know? You wanted to I get never, out. You wanted to get out. Of I the- want to get out. Yeah. I hate Florida for me to live. Right. You know, again, visiting is different. Uh, so <laughs> then, yeah, like Patterson was tough. And then I lived with a roommate and like would work these crazy hours, these crazy jobs, teaching, teaching sucked. <laughs> my, t- my boss was a bitch um, at the preschool. Like she hated, I, and now I look back and I was like, oh, I was an asshole, like, I was a brat, and my boss was a bitch. Like, so, like, two together, like, she yeah. was a bitch, but, like, maybe if I was cooler, she wouldn't hate me as much. But also, like, it's I was hard. an if You're together.
0: young, and if you don't love what you're doing, especially when you're young, it's, it's going to show, and you're going to just not, you know.
2: Care, yeah. yeah, so. And I feel like I really tried, but, like, she just wasn't a good... Yeah. Like she was just kind of mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like I would really try to do things and I tried to do, I tried to do like this Kwanzaa programming for the kids, but she heard me like mispronounce a word, like, you know, one of the holidays. And then she went behind my back and like was ta- like making fun of me to like other teachers. And then it got back to me. And then I'm like, yeah, how am I supposed to care? That's like, messed that's up. I'm yeah. like mean, so Sick. Stuff like that. And like, you know, I was probably like a low know-it-all like <laughs> asshole, but she was also a bitch and she was toxic. But like, yeah, I'm like, yes, I was a little asshole, but <laughs> she could have been more mature and like not right so, and helped so, and helped you out and or helped whatever. Me out. And then, then that's what I was saying to him, like, like when somebody was like, "Oh, she said that," that she made a little comment. And I'm like, you know, like she could have just told me how to say it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, you got thick skin. No, I don't. But (laughs) yes, you do. Absolutely. Well, to be in this business,
0: I was going to say yes, you do. Like I've grown. You know how to stand up for yourself
2: now. Yes, after yeah, but like in developing it, and I mean that's what the asshole thing is. It's like it's like standing up for my. You know, it's hard. You're you're working on that. Like those are the soft skills of work. Of like yes, Microsoft Excel. Yes, this, yes, that. But like also like how to how to de- like uh, ingest criticism and it's like oh this is you being a bitch this is things that will actually help me and this is shit that i shouldn't ignore mm-hmm. like or this is just stuff of like this is how you like things and maybe not everybody likes it you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so then after that i was like i hate non-profit <laughs> i'm never working for a nonprofit again i hate teaching, <laughs> blah, teaching. Blah. <laughs> i just want i just want to do like a day job or whatever like Whatever. Did you want to do do, comedy on the side? I was going to
0: say, did you want to do comedy at this point? Did you know you were... At that
2: point, so on the weekends, I would go and start taking my first UCB class. Okay. And then, like, that was fun. And I was like, oh, this is a fun thing I can do on the side. Mm -hmm. And then... I was unemployed for a fucking eight or nine months in New York City. It just sucked. It was hard. You moved I, I was, to the
0: city and you were unemployed?
2: I was living with my sister in the Bronx. Okay. And, like, during the day I would have to, like, babysit my, like, nephew, like, was one or two years old. Basically nanny him. Yeah. And, like, you know, whatever. And then on the – and then go I, – I, I must have done, seriously – fifty interviews, like fifty job like like a bunch of places they just would never like I take I took tests like multiple rounds and I just would never get anything. And then after a while my sister was like, you need to get like some kind of job to which not looking back like I have a lot of me and my sister are not in the best terms, but like like I'm just like, man, I wish I would have just had a break. But she was I get what she was trying to do. She's like, you need to contribute and you need to give me some money. Mm -hmm. You need to give me like 300 bucks a month or something. But like... Damn. I, so I started working at a grocery store. It's nice and of have, her to
0: even let you stay that long. Like was, was I couldn't nice imagine over. either of my siblings being like, sure, come stay and help
2: me out with the kid. Like that yeah. wouldn't happen in my family at Yeah, all. <laughs> I know. Well, she was also going through a divorce at that time. So mm. I think like it all worked out and stuff. But like, yeah. she was pretty hard on me and like pretty like and I think, you know, looking back, I'm just like I just really would have it would have been nice to have a softer place to land. Mm-hmm. Like she was nice and letting me stay there and stuff. Yeah. Like, it wasn't easy. And she was like just on my ass and pretty like, but I think that was her way of like, yeah, like you need to get it together. Right. You need to get a fucking job, you know? But, yeah. Like,
0: she was trying to get you on your feet in New York. Like,
2: yeah, but like, it was not like my fault. Like <laughs> it was hard. You know? I know. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, I was working in a grocery. I applied to a grocery store in the Bronx. Okay. And I work, but so, but then they placed me in a gro- in Midtown. So I thought like, oh, I can work in the Bronx, like down the street from my sister's house, and then, uh, you know when. Like when I'm not interviewing – and then interview, and then get like some cash or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they have me working in Midtown and like it would take me an hour to get there and then I'm working $7 an hour. No. And then the clientele
0: are Awful. fucking assholes. Awful in Midtown. They're like, yeah.
2: think about who lives in Midtown East. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I worked there for a restaurant and as an assistant. It's the f- worst. Yeah, exactly. It's no, the worst. I worked,
2: worst. As, I worked in, in Deja, but like. These people were assholes. Like yeah. This one time, like my second or third day there, this lady's like, can you tell me where the gluten-free section is? And it was a confu- – because New York grocery stores, this one was tiny. Like so the rows are like oh. – <laughs> it's not like a huge eye right. where things make sense. Like it's crazy. So I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. But like Jose knows. Like Jose, could you – and then he tells her. And then when she checks out on my line, she's like – Just so you know for next time, so you can learn, it was in aisle five, and I'm just like, bitch, like, but that's just like everybody was (laughs) like that, like just treated us like trash. The managers, they had me on call, which on call is like actually, like it's like a huge civil rights issue, honestly. Yes, because you cannot do anything mm-hmm. you can't like go to school you can't because give you you're schedule. on call right
0: yeah always for restaurants you're always would... on call and they're like oh, we might have be busy and they'll tell you a fucking hour before and you're like
2: yeah and then if you don't they fucking bitch at you yeah yeah and then like they yeah they would give me a hard time because I said I'd rather work nights because daytime I want to interview and I want to have that you know what I yeah mean? you need that kind of freedom and then they were like you said that you were flex because i said it you say anything in a job interview, so fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, you say you were flexible blah blah um so b- during hurricane sandy <laughs> they fuck yeah they fucking basically called me desperately because they were so busy because people were stocking right up. um and they're like come to work now come to work now like don't worry about it come to work and then they made me go to work and like it was so fucked up they were like, "Oh, um, they, I was only supposed to work, I my mean, shift was three hours or four hours, because I was part-time, right? Mm-hmm. So then they're like, "Actually, um, if you stay, like, we'll get you a hotel. You don't have to go back to the Bronx." You know, oh, that was another thing because it's in Midtown. The store would close at 11 or 12. I'm taking the train to the Bronx at like t- midnight, t- 1 a.m. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Like, you know, alone. But the crazy thing is, which like, I don't think people, I mean, I didn't know this until I worked the job. Is just like, it is just as packed as rush hour at that time because yeah. all the service jobs, all the people in restaurants, mm-hmm. all the cleaners, all those people are going home. So the, and then there's less trains, Mm. So there's not, it's not like the same level of train So It's it's you're waiting an hour Mm. for the train and it's packed like fucking and every, you know, and I had my friends, I had my friend who was a cleaner in the office building next door and this Russian guy who was a cook at a restaurant and we would talk every day after work, like, like it was like 5 p.m. But it's like 2 a.m. Right. And we're all going to the Bronx. Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy came and they're like, oh, we'll get you a hotel and you can stay. You know, if you close, you, but you guys got to close. And then, you know, it's all... Did you do like, it? Yeah, I did it. And I was like, oh, like it's all your co-workers and these coworkers are like fun. like, like the lunch deli guys from the, you know, yeah. from like Queens and the Bronx and Brooklyn. And we're all like, and we never could hang out because we were, So it was fun. And like, we're all like in a hotel and like running around. But then this is the fucked up thing. They're like, oh... Um, so after we're in the hotel, and we settle in because the store doesn't close till midnight um, and all this shit. So we don't really get settled until like 3 a.m. And then we're all talking and shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, if you stay at the hotel, you have to open the store. <laughs> so basically everyone who stayed at the hotel that closed it at midnight had and be got up. There like to, had to be up at like 6 or 7 to Ugh. open the store. And then they... Um, they basically made me work all day again like until midnight and then they're like 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 if the storm kept coming like like and getting more serious and they're like we'll give you a ride home we'll get you a taxi we'll get you a taxi and like they kept pushing it off and then like we're in the middle of a fucking hurricane and i'm like when am i gonna go home and they're like oh yeah stay again and i'm like no because you guys will have me open and like when am i gonna go home i don't want to go you know yeah and then like Basically, what happened was me and this girl ran away. and <laughs> We ran away and we caught a cab. Like we hailed a cab in the middle of the hurricane. Yeah. And then like the cab driver was like, I'm not going to the Bronx. Like I won't take you. You know what I mean? Which uh, is illegal. I yeah. yeah. They can't do yeah. that. I'm not taking you to the Bronx. So he took us to like the edge of Harlem and I had one friend who went to Columbia and like I, I we went over her place and then um <laughs> my friend had to figure out a ride from there to the Bronx but it's like much closer. Yeah. And then I basically st- crashed at my friend's hu- at my friend's house over the night and then my I had to get a cab in the morning and um my sister had to pay the cab and my sister was so pissed <laughs> and she was just like Um, You had a journey. You couldn't get home. No. And again, that's what I mean of like, I know, like, I know that she was just like trying to make it so I land on my feet and stuff. But at that point, I just really needed a soft place to land and someone to have like some compassion for me because that shit was crazy. I was working like three days straight and she's like, I don't know. You see, I don't think you really want like to be here. Like you're not really doing everything you can to like be in New York and like, and then um... So that's then I, hard like, quit. Yeah, I know. And then like I ended up quitting the grocery. I don't know why. It was like I wanted to travel. They weren't giving me a day off. Like yeah. well, I wanted to go for Thanksgiving. And they weren't giving me, so I just said that my dad was sick with like was Oh my up. god. I <laughs> and I quit on Thanksgiving and they were really like mean about it, but whatever. I'm sure, um, but fuck it. Fuck it. You them, made yeah. me
0: remind, you reminded me of whatever I was. I was like, where was I working at Hurricane Sandy? I was an assistant and I had no power, and I remember, like my bosses all left the city because they all had fucking Hamptons houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were all, like, working remote. So they expected me to be... Oh, you had no electricity.
2: Yes, yes, yes They yes. May, they were like, well, you better... I didn't even b- know I had power to, like, yeah, yeah. B- both. Electricity, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah.
0: And you better be working. I was like, I gotta go somewhere. And, like, my mom's friend has an apartment, like, uptown, and uptown, you know, they had uh, electricity. Yeah, it was,
2: like, after... B- below 14th Street, there was no power. And I was like... Oh, well, and so I went
0: and, like, stayed there. There and like her daughter was there with like her friends and like I was there, but I was like, I had to work because my bosses are like, yeah, we're going to still take meetings. Like these people are in San Francisco, like, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. Like it was so hard for like the assistants to figure out, well, where do we go to work? Like for yeah, you, it's so <laughs> fucked up.
2: Yeah. Like these jobs don't care about you. I was like, give me a hotel. Uh, yeah. So then, um, I was like, after that, I like quit. And I was like, whatever, fuck. Oh, you know what? What really hurt was that, like, because I worked so much during Hurricane Sandy, I got I got um, overtime, which was time and a half. Mm-hmm. But then time and a half when you're working seven for seven dollars an hour. Is like $12 an hour. Oh, my God. So, so I got my check after working all those hours and after taxes and union fees, which now if I could go back, I would have told the union, but I just didn't know. Yeah. You make it sound like the union doesn't do shit for you. So, but anyway. Um, do you remember what I it was? I looked at my check and it was $183. <gasps> no. No. For, like, a week of working... Through a fucking hurricane. A hurricane. Oh, my God. So then I quit, and my sister basically was like, look, New York's not working out for you. Maybe you should try your luck somewhere else. Like, <gasps> you're not, like, you can't stay here anymore. You're not, whatever. And then I was, like, fucking Aww. devastated because I really wanted to make it in New York. And, like, yeah. I really was trying. And then I was just, like, I meditated. I was just chanting, you know, because I'm Buddhist. And... Then, like, this one girl was like, yo, like, I'm doing this job at Dave & Buster's (laughs) Times Square. Stop. Do you want to do it? It seems... So, I started... So, basically, this job was um, uh, all under the table, and I would go, and I basically would take pictures of people at Dave & Buster's, (laughs) print them, print them, put it into a keychain, and then sell it back to them for tips. But, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, haggle with them and shit. And... um, (laughs) And I started... What a
0: fucking weird... David Buster's is like a corporate company. They yeah, have them but all it wasn't over.
2: That wasn't for Dave & Buster's. Oh. It was this woman who <laughs> had like contracts at Dave & Buster's, at um, okay. Dallas BBQ, got at it, all got these it, different got restaurants it. in New York. And I guess for Dave & Buster's, they're like, yeah, like as much shit that could, could keep people there, like, you know, and like for their whole experience, right. like whatever. Um, But I started in the holiday season... <laughs> Uh, in Times Square. Shit. In 2012. That's busy. Peak time or, for yeah, Or 2011. Dude, I, my first night, I made $500. Holy shit. And then I had to give somebody a cut. Like, I still had to give someone, like, probably 200 or something like that. Of, like, because I had to pay. But, like... To go from making 183 in a week to like, and then ride the train right. from Times Square to the Bronx at four in the morning with $400, cash. $300 cash. Oh, no. oh, shit. And nothing, nothing ever happened to uh, me. That's good. Like ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like. I used yeah, to do like coat check fucking, and I, yeah, I'd yeah, be like, exactly. I can't
0: fit this shit in my wallet. I'm going to have to like put a
2: hair thing, hair tie around it and
0: stick it in yeah, my bag. Yeah, exactly.
2: And like, you can't, you can't really count it. I couldn't even count it. I just took all the cash, whatever. Cause I'm like, I don't want to count it at work. I don't, I can't count on the train of course. No. So I'm just like there and I don't really even know how much I made. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a guesstimate, but I don't really know how much I made until I got home and like counted out. Oh my and God. Then, and then my sister you know, who didn't want me. He's like, <laughs> New York's not working out for me. And then like a week, a week and a half later, I'm coming in with big wads of cash. Like, like, she, she, she like, you're like, bitch, I figured a. shit out. <laughs> no, and then this is what, then after that, like after doing that for a few months, you know, but like after the holidays in like January or something, um, after the holidays, like it just dies down, so you're just not getting like you know. It's like working a restaurant where like the days are oh, yeah. are like if you're working a weekday, it's kind of rough, but if you work a weekend, it's like a lot. So mm-hmm. so um, what ends up happening, and then I and then I get um, I get my first interview from um a like. A Japanese temp agency. Okay. And they're like, we see that you have Japanese language skills on your thing. Yeah. We do placements for Japanese companies. We have one. So basically being a receptionist at, um, I don't want to say, a Japanese, a Japanese car brand, a very, very famous one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, corporate, like Mm -hmm. they're like on the 50 something floor of whatever the fuck fifth avenue shit. Um, and then I got that job. Hell yeah, then, yeah. So that was my first office job too. So mm-hmm. now and then I have, they
0: gave you a designer
2: car, and you were like, "I'm out." No, fuck you. <laughs> no they paid me thirteen seventy five an hour, <laughs> oh which was like, well, I. But they, well, they give you benefits, process. right? Did they get? No, I was a temp. Oh, fuck that place.
0: Fuck that. Fuck
2: all these places. Mm-hmm. Fuck all these jobs. Um. They were but like I was like out of seven seven dollars when I was grocery shopping and it's nine to five and consistent. Right. And basically I was a receptionist. So I wouldn't do shit all day. I would just be in the computer and like read articles and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like and getting consistent money. And then I was still working at Dave and Buster's. I work at Dave and Buster's. I had two jobs for I worked six days a week mm-hmm. for a year and a half like, you know. Whatever. You gotta,
0: you gotta, if you need to like, you know, it sucks, but it's like, once you start making a little money in New York, you're like, oh, I'm going to make even more than like, it's, it's, you know, you get your foot in and you're like, fuck, yeah, this is how you live here. Like everyone hustles.
2: Yeah. And it was crazy because my sister was such a bitch, (laughs) like about me, you know what I mean? Like, again, like I get it or whatever, but she was a bitch. And, um. But then when I started getting, uh, like, when I started getting paid and stuff, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to move out. Like, I want to move to Brooklyn and, mm-hmm. like, be a, you know what I mean? Like, not be in the Bronx. Like, if I wanted to do a comedy, like, go to a comedy show or whatever, like. Yeah, you had to so be. Well, to fucking travel. to tribute. Yeah. And then she was just like, so I got, like, a room, crazy, in Williamsburg for, like, $600. Wow. Really uh, good. Yeah, which was crazy. Yeah, I know. That's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> but. My sister was like, why are you moving? Like, you should just stay here and, like, pay me some of the rent and, like, blah, blah, blah. And you (laughs) won't have to pay as... (laughs) And I'm like, no. And also, you know, I wanted to, like, have guys over. Right. I was going to say, you were an
0: adult now. You didn't want to be... I was
2: an adult. With your
0: nephew and...
2: Yeah, my nephew and my sister was, like, kind of, you know, she's not as social as me. Mm -hmm. So... I want to go out and I want to, like, bring my friends over and watch TV and, like, have guys over yeah. and all that stuff. And, like, you know. So So you did it. Yeah. You moved to Williamsburg.
0: A woman on the to town. A
2: woman. a woman on the town. Literally, I was a virgin. <laughs> I was a virgin when I moved. And then, like, two weeks later, I was not <laughs> in Williamsburg. You lost your virginity it didn't happen in patterson new jersey <laughs> no oh my god i live. Uh, I, mean, I worked in new oh my god that's a whole other story but yeah like and i was an idiot like the guy's like oh yeah let's like watch a movie at your house And like, okay cool like i don't even have a laptop i don't even know what i thought was gonna happen i was, like, I was a dumbass <laughs> i was a dumbass i was like oh we're really gonna just like kiss uh, i'm an idiot i love um, it all right. Well, yeah, we, we don't have, know, so, we have a, so
0: much time. So I want to know any because I know you had some stories, any other jobs you've had before becoming the writer and comedian. I know any other funny job stories, because I know you've worked in a bunch of these. I've worked in a bunch companies. of companies. So just
2: like <laughs> real quick, like, so when I um when I dog, i worked at so many dumb jobs. Yeah. So when I got. Like I fucked up something at the car company, like at the corporate thing. I like threw out name tags that I wasn't supposed to. So my boss like basically uh, was having interviews to replace me, like in front of me, oh. and like oh. didn't tell me. And then, like basically, I think what she told them was that I was bad at math, which I am, but whatever. Um, <laughs>
0: but you probably but, like, had to like check them in, like I did this at a temp job where they I were it. yeah yeah I had scheduling to check them interviews. In and
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I was and, like, she was, yeah, she was being a, she was a fucking bitch. But um, I had to check them in at interviews. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then, anyway, what ended up happening was then when she finally decided who was going to replace me, she told me on a Monday that my last day was Friday. uh, But then it wasn't personal, whatever. I stole a bunch of office supplies because fuck her. <laughs> um, fuck that job. That company's, like make so much money like and always they pay me take the office of supplies that's a good tip before if you always know your last supplies. if you're well, not fired I, I on the spot well i processed invoices too so i saw how much they were paying the temp they paid the temp agency 21 an hour for me and i only got 1375 mm. so i know so the temp agency was taking oh you know, my god so then is um is that how temp agencies grow, work Yes, basically yeah, yes.
1: I guess that makes sense. Yeah,
2: that's which I mean, you know, it is what it is because it's like I wouldn't have got the job without them. But at the same time, it's like dog, you need seven dollars and you fuck you guys. Oh my um, god! But anyway, uh, they hired this girl to replace me, and I guess they tell her that I'm bad at math, right? <laughs> or that I make little small mistakes, or I what? I don't know what I don't know what they told her, but so not only did it, like whatever they make me train her. Um, train the girl that's replacing me. I was gonna say that's and why then, they gave you
0: five days. They're like, oh, and you're gonna be training. You're gonna train
2: oh. me. Oh, yeah. Like not even that. Like they like they were planning my go goodbye lunch, and um I had an interview for because it's a temp age The temp agency immediately placed me because of my resume. Right. By then I had worked at this crazy like really good car company for over a year. So they were like found me placement and these people wanted to interview me as an accounting assistant or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had a job interview on like Thursday afternoon and they're like, so first they said Friday and then finally they said Thursday. And then I was like, I can't cause I can, not I can't. And they're like, no, 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 we really, we can't do it that day. So you have to have your goodbye lunch. You have to have your goodbye lunch at this day. You have to. And then I was just like, fuck that. I have a job, you know, cause the temp agency didn't want me to tell them that I had a job interview. But then I was like, no, I have a job interview at another company. And then they're like, oh, whatever. Like, they, <laughs> can you change the interview? They asked me if I wanted to change the interview. Like, to eat lunch? lunch? No. Come
1: on. That's not how it goes. You guys just fired me, you assholes. Yeah.
2: No, fuck you. What? Um. Anyway, what ended up happening was I trained this girl, but the girl was so fucking arrogant. She was like, like, and we're doing, you know, it's this car company. So they're, I'm processing invoices that are like... invoices Mm -hmm. I'm processing, right, through their systems. And like, you know, I'm using a calculator. And she's like, I don't need a calculator. I'm good at math. (laughs) And then I'm like... (laughs) okay but like you know you re- so she's trying to do the math herself like in her head. Who's wh- like, who she trying to prove? She, and then she's like I don't need it and then she's wrong like every time yeah. and then I'm like well cause my friends are like yo you should train her bad so that they could.' and I'm like and then I was like you know what no I don't want that karma but then this girl was so shitty I'm like oh she's doing it to herself whatever. Yeah. Whoa. Yo my whole first week at this new job I got the job the new job. Yeah. My whole first week at the new job this girl basically she didn't know how to do anything because she's Sucks, but she told everybody that like, oh, Millie didn't teach me to do this. Millie didn't teach me to do that. Millie didn't. She blamed so you, then, fucking so bitch. So then they would call me and leave voice. They would call me all during the day while I'm at my new job and like email me. and <gasps> And like, I wasn't, I couldn't check my phone. Like, I, whatever. So then also, like. Also, you don't work there like, anymore. Like, yeah. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> you guys fired me. <laughs> you don't have any so,
0: allegiance to them at this point. No,
2: but the, the temp agency, basically, they made the temp agency pressure to reply. Because I'm still working for the temp agency and the temp agency is a client or whatever. Oh, my God. So then the girl calls me. She's like, if you want to leave, like, if you can give me instructions for this. um, And you can email me at. Well, I'm still using your email. So if you can email me at, like, mtamaris <laughs> at blah, blah, blah.com. And, like, whatever. Whatever ends up happening, that girl gets fired in three months because she sucks. And then basically since her... I've heard that they could not find anyone to fill it permanently. And then a few months after I left, they announced that they're closing the office and they moved everyone to Texas. Oh, my God. <laughs> that that's fucking crashed me. a few problems. <gasps> Bye-bye. Yeah, bye oh, bye. my God. But, um, yeah, another crazy – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much – I know I'm just talking a lot about my first two jobs. I
0: know, but-, but that's okay. If you want to talk about a later one real quick, we have a couple minutes.
2: Yes. Um. Yeah, so another job, so whatever, I keep working, whatever, blah, blah, I'm working at, the, t- at the, the accounting thing. And then I get recruited from another Japanese company. And because I put on my, I put on, my, so oh yeah, the, the new company that I'm working at is Japanese as well. Okay. And then I get, a, I get recruited by another Japanese t- agency. Um, and they basically I put all the time that I worked at my parents' salon, yeah. Like I put that as work experience because it is. Sure. Like, you know, working cash register, working with customers, English, Spanish, blah blah. blah. Hair. This Japanese company that makes synthetic hair for <laughs> for braids. <laughs> wow. Was looking for somebody and they see my resume. <laughs> uh-huh. Perfect. <laughs> and they're like and they're like hair, oh, checking all Japanese. the Japanese. Wow. Checking all the boxes. So I end up getting that job. That I just job, imagine someone picking up your resume and they're like, "Look at this! Every yes, everything." <laughs> they were so so thirsty for for my job, and like now looking back though, they fucking paid me. They, they whatever. I end up getting that job. They paid me thirty six thousand dollars a year, like and like. And you were they, like full nine to five, like every day. Oh yeah, no, I was. I was a sales and marketing assistant. And then basically what three months to me into the job, they saw that I was like really smart and really capable and they felt bad for paying me less. So they paid me 39,000. Three? Oh, we're going to, yeah, exactly. 3000 more. Fuck, fuck that. And like, I'm flying to Japan and you know, uh, yeah. So they would take me to the factory. So I learned everything about how to make weave. Um, I, you know, this sounds like to, a cool job. I mean, they, it was a cool job. So the they didn't job pay you well, cool. but yeah, they didn't pay me. But well, they flew you to the Japan. Was, oh, yeah. Wow. Can you imagine a thirty six thousand thirty nine thousand dollar a year employee going to. I went to Japan with them three it's times. It's so expensive like, to go to Japan. Like, yeah, no, like, I'm just like they would fly me out. We would have ex- oh, I would. That's where I learned how to order steak. Like, we would have these expensive, expensive, like, five-star restaurant dinners, and they'd take me to a, uh, in a car home, mm-hmm. and, like, we get would some go wagyu. drinking all the time, and, like yeah exactly like we go to expensive high class dinner that sounds like the dinners best would, business oh, trip that sounds so bad. Yeah. no 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 not in Japan here in New York all the time I would go I would drink with my like every fucking weekend like multiple times a month I'd be fucked up with my, all the bosses and stuff like that's like just kind of like Japanese work culture is like oh, yeah, yeah. you just drink with your uh, and bosses and stuff and then they'd send me drunk in a car home and, <laughs> and all that stuff I don't know but then like the actual company and the structure and the growth thing sucked and the culture was crap but the actual job was cool like i got to like make facebook ads and run photo shoots and then i went to the factories in japan and learned how do they like actually make the weave which is actually Mm -hmm. like melted plastic (laughs) like a melted pipe that they make into like hair and then and then i would go to hair shows and meet with clients it was very dynamic and cool yeah but it sucked up my life and i they didn't pay me enough and then when and then i started like I didn't, like, fall in place because, you know, I was just like, why are we doing things this way? Like, we should be doing this or we should be doing that. Mm -hmm. And, like, at first they were, like, really excited to have my ideas, but then after a while they were like, you're not respecting the hierarchy. Or, like, if your boss says something, even if you think it's a stupid idea, you have to do it anyway. Which, in a way, it's like, yeah, that's true. But in another way, it's like, you guys suck. So It's also
0: like they were giving you all this responsibility and sending you around the world and, like, having you do all these things. Like... And you bring something to the table too. You're, you're so you know that's where it seems like it the
2: balance it was, was yeah. off. Yeah, and then also too, I was like, all these guys like, all these men had um, like housewives, so they can't they could like stay out every Friday and like whatever drink, and then they could like travel to Japan every month, and they could because they have somebody home doing their laundry or cooking their meals or this and that, mm-hmm. and like. Whatever. And like, they don't have to worry about that. But like, I don't have that. Right? right. And I don't even have enough money to pay somebody else to do that. So I just didn't have time to like, maintain a life, you know, right. have a life. Yeah, that's our life because I was like, 25. Yeah, I was like, how am I supposed to date? How am I supposed to do anything? Right. When I work this crazy? So then yeah, anyway, I've, I did a bunch of other jobs. But those are, like, my first few jobs in New York City. They're intense yeah.
0: jobs. Your jobs, I feel like yeah. you, you've got... You, they were all very intense and,
2: like... They were all ten- intense. The
0: hours and the commute and, like, you were, like, thrown into New York in a hard way. Like... Yeah.
2: I, d- yeah, definitely.
0: A so lot now, of comedians we talk to, they're like, I nannied and, you know, I went to the Hamptons and, like, not a lot of them, but, you know, a handful yeah, like, of... And you know those friends, too, but...
2: Well, yeah, and, like... I don't think, you know when I've tried to do the nanny thing, I don't think I have, I don't think I can eat shit in that way. <laughs> of like, when you're, when you're nannying and stuff, like, I just, working for rich people is tough. Yeah. Because like, you have to eat shit and like, grin and like, beef, you know. Yeah. And like, I can do that. I don't know. I, I, I don't have it. Like. Those skills, I don't have.
0: I think so, of you as like, I mean, we've been friends for a while now. You're very strong and you're very smart and you don't take people's shit and you, you bring so much creativity to the table. It's like people want you in the office. They want you there. They want, you know, Yeah,
2: like I can definitely tell. You're a
0: businesswoman.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I can definitely tell like there's some jobs like I'm not good at this job, but people like having me around because I'm like fun and funny and I bring some bubbly fun energy to the office so I think I, I can do that rather than like go and like do some like rich ladies laundry and chocolate <laughs> yeah. which like honestly though pays the same or, yeah you know especially starting out like you know I could probably make more like taking kids to elementary school and stuff but like you know I, whatever anyway yeah. but uh, and now yeah, she's a full-time tubs. comedian are you full-time I think so yeah yeah like, well yeah today I, we are know? Today we are, and also too, I mean, just even with these writing TV jobs and stuff, like because of like all the trauma of being unemployed or you just, it's so hard to say no to things Mm -hmm. or to let go of part-time jobs or to let go of side hustles Yeah, because, you know, even even writing is, you know, even writing jobs, you're like, oh man, getting a writing job is great. No, it sounds like a lot of money, 50%, like 20% goes to your manager or 20 or whatever, 30% 30% goes to taxes, and then you don't know when your next job is.
0: I know. So it's scary. We've, it's so scary. We've chosen the freelance life is uh, is hard. And, you know, so some days we can sit on the couch and do nothing. We're allowed. <laughs> We're
2: yeah, allowed. exactly. Some days we can get pedicures and sit on the couch and do nothing. <gasps> some days Bobby Flay can tell oh, us this and that. I know. And, you know, yeah. So I guess those are the lessons, where Learn when to recharge the battery. That was a lesson, too. Like, I didn't, you know, especially, like, I didn't really go home for, like, the first, like, two years that I was in New York. Oh, my God. Because so i know, like, if I go home, if I leave New York City where I'm, like, eating shit to go home to Miami and, like, the sun's nice or whatever, but I know I hate it, but I might get tricked <laughs> into staying, you know? Like, so yeah. I just didn't go until I had, like, a stable life. But I definitely learned, like you have to take vacations and like recharge the battery. And then also always steal the office supplies. Always,
0: always steal the office supplies. I love that advice. one. yeah. Millie. I mean, I could talk to you for days about this. I, <laughs> I love it. You'll have to come back and yeah, tell us more two. because I know you have a uh, part two for sure. Part I know you two, have yeah, more that stories.
2: Was just like, that was just up until 20. Yeah. I want to hear how you got into
1: writing and c-
2: comedy and stuff. So Yeah. She's
1: well, a
0: pro. I mean, you're very funny and you're great at it, and so it's like, of course, she's doing that now and not fucking, you know, sitting in some shitty ass office or sitting on a Zoom of an office, <laughs> shitty office in midtown. Exactly.
2: Well, yeah, I'm definitely there's definitely enough for part two because part two is when I start working at the social media startup bro agency. Oh yeah, mm, I love that. Oh yeah, and that is yes a fucking nightmare. Yeah,
0: we know those. We've heard of those. And then yeah, she created yeah, yeah. all dick as trash. So if you could connect the dots, you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can
2: really <laughs> see when it when it happened. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I love you, and this is so fun. I love fun. you, Nana. Thank you so much for having me. Thank huge you. Fan of you. Huge fan of Bobby Flay. Huge fan of Jay. This is my
0: podcast. Not you've said Bobby play now more than you've said my own name. <laughs> okay, sorry, uh, okay. Um, sorry your dog so cute. Thank you. Tell the people sorry where me they can. And your
2: dog have the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a poodle cut. No, you don't. <laughs> We're the same curly bangs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he has curly. He has curly hair. Um, tell the people where they can find you, follow you, see your yes. comedy.
2: Yes, you can find me again, Judge Millie, uh, last uh, Wednesday of the month at 10 p.m. on Twitch, on uh, Chris Gether's Twitch channel, Uh You can find me on Twitter at Millie Tameres, uh, which is my first name, M-I-L-O-Y, and my last name, T-A-M-A-R-E-Z. And you can find me on Instagram at Millie on fire, M-I-L-O-Y-O-N, four, <laughs> I R E
0: millionaire.
2: if you it's
0: open to interpretation. Yeah. I always said millionaire in my, in my brain. Um, and yeah, both. I also Either said your name wrong when I introduced you. So I apologize. I believe. What'd you, what'd you say? I don't know if I said
2: Tamariz. Oh, I'm not like particular about that. Okay. Accent. But I am. I, I, thank you. So it's really Tamariz. That's how Tamaris, I always said Tamaris. it. Honestly, I'm not particular about that. I'm more like, if you spell Millie with an I-E, <laughs> I will fucking kill you. Cause, yeah, because I've had a lot of jobs, but I don't work at a diner. Got it. Uh. <laughs> Got it. Um,
0: all right, that's it. That's another episode of Unemployed. Oh my Yay! goodness. You know where to find us. Find us at Unemployed Podcast on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. If you want to see us, if you want to see Millie's cute outfit, patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. I put all the videos up there. I write a nice message. It's fun. We can connect. You can DM me, you know, you know, the drill, uh, rate us and su- subscribe if you haven't yet. And also hire us. We are all freelancers. We are all available for hire. Yes. Uh, and, uh, we would love that. So thanks. Peace. Love you. Bye.
1: bye.